BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I have just been wearing out a peace sign these days. I just, in my last vlog, I, I closed like out and I was I like, bye guys. And I was like, back to seventh grade. I'm so sorry about that. Like, I can't stop. I told Annika the same thing. She was coming in and I was like, I just did a peace sign. And she was like, I'm going to have to cancel you. Um, welcome to Probably a Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Probably a Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. Oh my God. And I'm, I'm doing these two where you like put it over your eye. Where oh, like, see, I'm doing the this way. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. That's what I said when I said I'm doing the peace sign these days. I'm doing it this way. No, I'm and doing kinda, like the like K-pop, like, mm -hmm. like, yeah. hi. And that is a little, it's oh. cute, but it's like, it's giving seventh grade. Well, this is yeah. giving seventh grade where we inverted our wrists. This like, is, well, they say that Tumblr's coming back. Tumblr is making a comeback. The, the Tumblr aesthetic. I was going to say yeah. the vibe of Tumblr, you know, it's so funny. Okay. Who was saying this? This is going to drive me crazy. Oh my gosh. Sorry. This is Jenica Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> we have been talking for an hour we're and a half so we're just, just continuing we're real life friends so you know sometimes it's hard to like really get serious and be like yeah. introducing my next guest Jenica Thompson because I'm like so fucking anyways who was I fucking talking to the other day hi <laughs> I'm Jenica listen I have had my titties cut off I had a baby before I even started high school and I'm a YouTube superstar what do you want to know and that's the <laughs> intro that we all need okay um we're gonna delve into every single one mm -hmm. of those topics but mm -hmm. i did ask jenica before she came on the show just to give a like a quick i was like you know you'll probably just like intro yourself so the fact that you came up with that is just yeah. um it's the most jenica thing i've ever heard in my it's life. almost like two truths and a lie except for all <laughs> three of them are true <laughs> so you know that's i can throw so more in there true. i've had two reconstructive knee surgeries i have a Chronic illness. Like, I'll tell you what my guests all have in common: ailments. Anna Grace, a, a woman of ailments. Mm -hmm. She uh, she's had to cut a lot of things out of her life because I guess, and maybe they come with age. Yeah. Maybe I'm just gonna start breaking at the seams as it's well. It's gonna happen. I hope that your tequila never stops flowing. Thank you very much. It has flowed. Uh, the yeah. my cupeth runs a little bit over. My cupeth has to be put down every now and then. <laughs> yeah, my cupeth. <laughs> did uh it, it holds less tequila than it used to you just think that it's not gonna be you when people say when you turn 30 like it's gonna that. change and I'm just like I'm just, just never gonna be that girl and then I turned 30 and I was like I love staying at home and folding laundry and lighting yes. candles and it's just yes. like I said that the other day I literally was like um so mm -hmm. uh you get to a certain age and you really do just like change you, ch Absolutely. you change and it's not our fault yeah but it is our fault that like when everyone told us it would happen that we were like okay you guys are just fucking losers you guys aren't mm -hmm. me i'm not you yeah. so that's not gonna happen to and me. i did associate it with loser behavior and then it did yeah <laughs> i also associated and it now with I'm, loser a, I'm a loser we're losers um we're not i just actually said that's no. the meanest insult in the world i call people on reddit losers i love calling people like loser yeah. is my go-to insult we both yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this we said yeah. it's, the it's meanest just such thing. a like um, or dweeb a dweeb yeah. i'm like you're a fucking dweeb yeah. like that's yeah. yeah that's a pretty it's hits loser heavy. it loser does hit so hard yeah imagine like with eye contact don't be a loser. You're a loser. Or loser behavior. Yeah, you're you're exhibiting loser behavior. Yes. Um, I forgot who it was that has a younger. Was it 
and it was not Annika. Um, Jenica has a daughter, Annika, which we'll also get into. But oh, 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 I know. It was my sister's wife, Lauren. Lauren has younger sisters as well. Mm -hmm. And they keep calling her. They're like, you're such a millennial. And it's so funny because she was like, I (laughs) which is is funny to me. She goes, I posted a picture. She's like, I was like at a coffee shop and Mm -hmm. I posted like the notes I was writing because she's in med school. Yeah. She's like, I posted the notes I was writing with like my coffee cup. And it was like a really styled, Mm -hmm. like pretty picture. And you know how I just on it too. Yeah. Put a little cute granny filter on it and she was like my sister was like you're oh classic millennial posting your coffee cup Mm -hmm. at your coffee shop and I was like first of all yeah what do you mean and then she was like their whole age is going back to the tumblr it's like we don't care we don't filter our photos we post whatever and I was like first things first we all had Facebook albums my my little girl that was us first too we had Facebook albums that was what we did yeah we we uploaded can y'all's photo dumps don't hold a candle to your photo dumps are still curated from the night before 100 photos in an album where at least 50 of them Mm -hmm. we were doing the same thing Mm -hmm. same thing I took I was the girl in college with a digital camera like on my wrist and I would I, I took pictures of everything. Same, I same. wish I would have videoed it because my, how fun oh, would that be to like icon. throw those in? But I scary. took <laughs> so scary. I took pictures of everything in college. Yeah, we both did that, and so I just like I'm like feel like my mother where it's like you know we wore mm-hmm. flared pants, and mm-hmm. my mom's like, oh, those are coming back, I and I was know. like, you didn't do this, and then she shows me a picture of her in the '70s, and I'm like, you absolutely did that. Well, I have seen though recently because I like to keep Annika in check because I'm like, listen, you are Gen Z, but you came from yes. a millennial, so. I have heard that all of Gen Z's like kind of styles that they cling on to are just recycled from everything well, else. Well, they're 90s, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that was my Libby Lou. You yeah. Know? Like, girl. 100%. And the girls we were watching, the Christina Aguilera's, they were our icons. And while we might not uh, have been old enough at the time yeah. to convince our parents to let us buy the Christina Aguilera, low rise, whatever, whatever, like it that was, was still our generation. Yeah. So back off. Okay, we sound old as fuck. I'm not like, not that actually saying- is a millennial ick right there. <laughs> <laughs> like our generation okay anyways okay a couple things about jenica first things first these notes are upside down so i'm turning them right side up um okay so jenica is one of my dearest friends and people want to know how we met so how jenica and i met was through a kind of like marissa so Marissa and I did the same kind of conversation. And honestly, now that I think about it, kind of like every guest I've had from Nashville, Nashville is the smallest big city ever. It's a bunch of little circles that get together in big uh, circles and then you meet the other circles, uh uh you know? All these little circles led me to you one day. We were, I had, I obviously knew who you were. I'm sure you knew of me or something. I knew your shirts. The, stop. the shirts that you make because I was upset I was like that is my I had one that said like I know guac is extra when oh yeah that yeah, wasn't yeah, cool yeah. yeah but I couldn't even I fucking like, afford was, those yeah oh was, my God, I made them. mine too oh you did <laughs> me and Jenny were both broke bitches and that we can attest to making our own shirts we were broke as fuck um okay so anyways we we met one night I remember specifically mm-hmm. exactly how we met about. we were at this rooftop like house party yes. kind of. Yeah. I remember when I got there, I didn't really know everyone. Yeah. I don't remember who invited me, but whoever invited me kind of like then like trailed off and went and did something. And I was like, ah, yeah. the fuck? Um, and, but anyways, I got to talking to you, you know, me, I could talk to brick wall. So I walked up and mm-hmm. I started talking to you and I immediately thought you were just so personable, so fun and was like, oh my gosh, she is so nice. And, uh, one of the things she said was, I think we were hot. It was Nashville. Oh, it was the summer. I was hot for we sure. We were just hot. I'm hot right now. 
We're, I'm always hot. We're always hot. And so I was like, oh, also things have really escalated since the last time I was on this podcast with the bandaid on my nail. That was yesterday, by the way. <laughs> I know yeah. uh, I know that you're listening to this a week later, but this happened yesterday. Like, what the fuck? So everyone just disregard. I am not going to fix these. I'm just going to take them off because I cannot be held responsible for having fake nails. Anyways, um, I remember she says something. She's like, oh, I don't, when I'm hot, like, you have to watch out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a, a happy person when I'm it's hot. It's like, it's truly like just smoke starts coming and horns start. It's just, I don't, I'm not myself. She, uh, you're not so yourself. I like to warn people. It's like the Snickers commercial. You're not yourself when you're hungry. We're mm-hmm. like, Jenica, you're not yourself when mm-hmm. you're hot. Mm-hmm. So she says this, and then she says, she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, my daughter knows when I'm too hot. Like, if she sees me getting hot, she goes and gets me a glass of water. She, like, no, she maybe brings me a fan. She knows. I am, of course, then picturing, because this is what five years ago yeah probably five four or five years ago yeah I'm now picturing the cutest little like first of all I didn't realize Jenica had a daughter I'm like oh my god I didn't know that about Jenica and then two I'm now picturing the cutest little two or three year old mm-hmm. toddler mm-hmm. like grabbing a glass of water in for the, her mom in and a being, sippy like, cup like Here, like mommy. just think it's hilarious that she can recognize that her mom's hot at that such a young age yeah. and like it's bringing a fan or like fan blowing on your mom and, and anyway, so Jenica says that. I'm like, that is hilarious. And then one of the next things she says is like, yeah, I mean, maybe it was something about middle school or maybe yeah. it was something about her being 13 or something. something. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And I, my face is like this. I'm still having the conversation with her. I'm still talking to her because I already knew at this mm-hmm. point as well that Jenica was my age, is a year older than yeah, me. Yeah, we're just the same age. And so I'm like talking to her and smiling. And Jenica looks at me and I will never forget it. She looks at me and she goes, I love this part. And I said, huh? I kind of like snapped out of it. I was like, huh? And she goes, I just, I love watching people do the math in it's their heads. Fun. I'm just watching, I'm watching your wheels turn. And I was like, what do you, she goes, my daughter's 13. Mm-hmm. I had her when I was 13. And I was like, no, I, I, and she goes, no, 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 no. I'm not offended. And she, it's fine. It's fine. She's it's like, fun. no. And I love that you just like broke it down to you. You're like, no, listen, I'm not offended, but I see the math you're doing in your head. First of all, yeah. me also bad at math. So I probably was like, uh, 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 well, it's, it truly is the first, I mean, I've been living it now for 16 years. It's the first thing that it's never, I've never not, even still now people are like, oh, you, you she must be, you know, is she 16? Or when I say, yeah, she's 16. They're like, oh, 16 months. And I'm like, yeah, dead. Oh, <laughs> she's actually 16 years. 16 so, years old. <laughs> yeah. But it's either, you look too young to be a mom. And I just say, I am. I am. Oh. <laughs> or I can start saying, wait, so how old are you? And I'll say, oh, I'm 30. And they'll go, and I just see the math. And you just, you're watching the math. It's like that meme where all the equations yeah, are like exactly. running That's what head. was happening yes. to you. And I was like, girl, you're let like, me just okay. save it. I got you. And and so anyways, from that moment forward, I also loved because Jenica was, I'm also like, I was raised in a very like polite household. So like, I wasn't going to be like, oh my God, wait, tell me everything. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was like, oh my gosh. Okay. That's fucking badass. I was like, so you had her when you, I mean, just started asking questions. Like, are you and the dad still together? Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. We must've talked for another hour after that. I left. I want to say I probably called like, I probably only had three friends at the time. I called like every single one of my friends was like, do you know who I just like fucking love? Jenica. And they were like, I don't know her. And I was like, she's so badass. She's so this, like, I just, from that moment forward, the moment I met you, I just respected you Mm. to a degree that like, I just, you just, and you're so welcoming to you. just really are so warm and kind. Um, and just make everyone not feel stupid. Well, I can also in turn, also, I immediately see what people think of my situation. And right. I, I can see when people are genuine and do want to know about right. me and Annika and what's going on. And, and that's when I give people, you know, time of day. If you yeah. had been like, oh, well, mm, then I wouldn't have continued right. the conversation okay. with you. you I know? got you. So you're personal. Well, so Jenica obviously is, was, is no longer. Are you still? You're a teen mom. I, I say former teen mom, current former, hot mom. Former, 
Say it again. Former teen mom, current hot mom. Yes. And that's on that. Um, is that in your Instagram bio? It is. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like that's familiar vaguely. Okay. It used to be less judging, more dancing. And I was like, I feel like when people come to my page, they're like, who is this blonde girl she's always in these pictures with? Because Annika like is oh a, oh oh yeah a, yeah, yeah. A, 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 no, no, she she looks like one of our friends yeah, so i'm like well and fuck all her generation that like does their makeup immaculately yeah, like yeah, yeah. emma chamberlain just set them up for success right. and like they just can like literally do their winged eyeliner we like had the phase of like blue mascara oh, and like crazy shit absolutely so she does low-key look like one of our friends she looks so much older <laughs> she, she just you know so i'm like I, and then our channel is Jenna and Annika. So I want people to know, are these best friends? Are these what's going on? I want it to be like, these are right. mother daughter. Yes. Know? Okay. Well, I like that. So Jenica gained massive popularity on YouTube because actually, well, let me tell you what this girl knows how to do. Mm-hmm. This girl knows how to go viral. She, she will call me sometimes middle mm-hmm. of the night or like, I'll get a text at like for some odd hour during the day. It's like, I just had this idea for you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. The wheels are always turning. And she just like tells you, she's like, I feel like it'll go viral if you X, Y, Z. Like she's always just thinking of what mm-hmm. to do to mm-hmm. just produce fire content. So I remember she, as long as I've known you, you have told me you wanted to do YouTube. Mm-hmm. You used to work at a corporate job. And this is great because we love to talk about on probably a podcast. We love to talk about following your dreams. Yeah. If your dream is to work in corporate and climb that ladder, you're going to fucking crush a queen and yeah. keep on fucking keeping on and do it and you'll crush it. But if your job, if your job is corporate right now, so you can make ends meet, this is a great opportunity to talk about it because Jenica yeah. was working a job so she could work towards her dream. I mean, I truly had two full-time jobs. Yeah. At, at, as soon as I decided, like, because I, I did go to college, but I wasn't able to graduate. As soon as, like, those courses started getting harder, Annika started, she was in, like, second and third grade. And I just was like, I can't afford to continue being in college and raising a child. So I'm going to choose to start some sort of business career, you know. Yeah. So I went in and I was an administrative assistant at a casket company. Bitch. <laughs> Hold <Yes>. on. <laughs> I don't think I knew this. Yeah, I like did payroll and stuff at a, at a casket company. Did you ever have to talk to the mourning families? I didn't, but I had to take photos of every single casket we had to offer for a for a. Um, do you our know website. a lot about caskets? I do. Yeah. What kind of casket do you want to be in? Um, I want to be cremated. So you know, do I. I don't. Ha- I have too much FOMO to be buried in the ground one spot. I want to be taken with people. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. I'm like Annika. Put me in a necklace and keep on keeping on. Keep on. I like that idea. Also, Taylor just randomly told me she was like Taylor like is freaked out by the idea of cremation, and um, I don't know if it's like a religious thing. I think she's yeah. just genuinely freaked out by it. Well, with cremation, you know, you rent the casket. Ew. You rent the <laughs> casket and then you you buy the like box and then the box slides in, but it's really nice once it pl- and then they just and then. <laughs> Send the casket to the next one. <laughs> so I'm, gonna anyway. you, I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> I don't, well, I just knew, and for a while, like really, honestly, corporate was a goal of mine. I wanted to be a businesswoman. I wanted to. I knew that like marketing came the easiest to me, mm-hmm. and like with me not having a college degree and so many people requiring that, it really ended up. I could well, find a job that had experience. It, like that required experience and I had, had been experience in since admin. 19. Yeah. I had in our generation too. And if I say that one more time, I'm just going to literally chug this glass of wine and then like grab a hammer and just like we are literally, but like oh, nowadays, uh, kind of still worse yeah. uphill both ways through the yeah, snow. Yeah. Um, you just don't have to no. go to college anymore. No. You and that was, don't. it was drilled into our whole, like yeah. our heads to go to college. Like in order to be sex- successful, you have to go to college. Yeah. And, 
I absolutely what was it like going regret. to college I had a couple people so obviously I did a QA and a before she came on everyone mm-hmm. was so excited for you to come on but a lot of people did ask so I'll reference the Q&A mm-hmm. a bunch in this a lot of people ask what was what was your college life like with a how she was a she wasn't a talker no, anymore no 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 so when I graduated high school she turned or she was three and the next month she turned four so I had okay. a pretty much a four-year-old by the yeah. time I graduated high school which I always say like starting college I'm I'm was a very good student like I'm all A's was already taking college classes in in high school so like I never ever ever had any issues I just was a really really good student and I knew that um my options were so limited with having Annika and still being like full-time her mom like I didn't say okay mom I mean and and any I feel like as teen moms there's so many routes that you can take to be successful and you really just have to take whatever that path was Mine, I just knew I wanted Annika with me. I I wanted Annika with me. And so I moved to the closest university. I I still did want to go to the university because I knew I was a university. I I just could do it. I knew I could. You're smart. So I got there and I got, um, we, we, my grandmother got us a uh, one bedroom apartment and um, she lived with us for a while too until like, you know, we got settled. Yeah. Um, But we had a one bedroom apartment and it ended, it was so close. It was the, actually the apartment that my grandmother lived in when she went to the same college. No. Yes. Yes. Cute. Yes. And um, so it was old, outdated, very, very cheap. But like, I've seen because it. it was, it was so spacious. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was just as close to the campus as my friends that lived in dorms. Yeah. Like I would make it to my 8 a.m. just like. As quick as they yeah. Um, so I would literally leave in the morning and I would stroll her to daycare. I would drop her off. Stroller. And then, yeah, I would stroller and then I'd leave her stroller there and I'd walk to campus and I'd do my classes and I'd go back and get her and iconic come back. Okay. So, so basically a million more questions about motherhood as a teen mom, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about how you went. So as long as I've known Jenica, she's wanted to do, like I said, YouTube. And I, even when I met her, I, I didn't even, YouTube is a, such a different uh, world it is. it is literally I remember thinking like YouTube like in doesn't like what about Instagram yeah. like you were tapping into YouTube before like I feel like a lot of right. people were and YouTube is a lot of work um when I post an ad let's say on Instagram you're watching me hold a product and talk about it for 45 seconds to a minute and a half mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. when Jenica does a YouTube video or like when I do my stories I post my videos that's just like me recording myself throughout my day whatever I don't have to then edit it I don't have to curate it yeah. I don't have to do like when I watch someone do YouTube, I'm like, this is fucking difficult. Yeah. Like this is a lot of work. So you were working at Warby Parker mm-hmm. and you were doing YouTube, right? You and Annika had a channel yes, yes. and you were grinding and for she was years. posting for two years. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I would watch her take this footage on her phone or a pretty outdated camera oh, the cameras were, and then you atrocious. would take the card out of the camera. You'd upload it. You didn't have a MacBook at the uh-uh. time. You had like a Dell computer, to, uh, a Google Chromebook, Google Chromebook mm-hmm. that I think you got through work, right? Yeah, through work. Yeah. So, but because of that, think about it, she didn't have airdrop. And Mm-mm. so I would watch her then email the files to herself. Like it was, drop the files to herself, download the files, put them in a folder, then upload them to a software mm-hmm. that she could edit it in. But I didn't have any of those softwares because none of them are available on. And they're expensive. Yeah, oh, like Final oh, yeah. Cut or anything like that is all on Macs. MacBook. So mm-hmm. then you would use like... I used this... It was called Wii Video and I paid $15 a month for it. And I thought, I can't afford 15, yeah. this extra $15 a month bill, yeah. but I had to use it to, right. because I had to edit the videos. Very impressive. And I just remember being like, God, she's, this is so much fucking effort for YouTube. Like, is she even going to do YouTube? Like, she's really serious about doing YouTube though. She really wants yeah. to do it. Q, um, two years into you guys having yeah. this channel, grinding your dicks off, sorry, yeah. um, just really fucking going for it. 
one day you have this idea as your viral little brain does mm-hmm. to basically do a synopsis of you being a teen mom and your just yeah. like story your story of you and Annika and you put it on TikTok. Yeah. Right? This well, is what I, happens when you have a young daughter. You just fucking know all the shit for everyone else. I, I was like, knew. TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> so I knew that when I, I didn't want my like big viral, like not, I didn't, obviously I did not think that it was going to be so crazy viral. I didn't want to tell my teen mom like birth story and it'd be the first video on my channel. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like I knew that hopefully this would inspire people or hopefully this would, because I've known for so long, I, I've talked to teen mom groups from forever. Like I right. just really know that this is what I'm, because it's hard to have someone to look up to when you feel like, oh my God, I just got pregnant at 14. What am I? You think I'm, you've my life up. is done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm never going to be able to be successful. And I just know Society I want people to see like th- that you can absolutely not only be successful, but be successful on your own with that child. Yeah. Like, it's a team effort and so I knew that we and really starting out we just had so much fun with it Annika is a child of Jake Paul (laughs) okay not necessarily (laughs) I'm like and if you're wondering about her dad a lot of questions (laughs) about Annika's dad (laughs) I'm just no but Annika is that YouTube era of like they watched YouTube instead of TV shows oh my gosh people all my friends would used to be like why is it just she watched Disney and I'm like because Disney episodes you can't pick what you watch like even Netflix you can binge the season and then you have to wait six months with YouTube these creators were putting out content Every, Every day. Nobody does that anymore. No, true. We all figured out that's not good for mental health. But like <laughs> these people were posting air every they were. single day. Like it was when the houses got big, oh like the Sway House. Yes. I the- took Annika to an Erica Costell meet and greet. Like yes. we stood in line for hours and she yes. just like, this is truly. So she's, she always wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, girl. Okay. But then I love the camera. But like, I was going to say, <laughs> but here's the thing. Annika might've always wanted to do it because that's the world she yes, grew up in. Right. Exactly. But let's not, let us not forget. So I was like, you are a performer. <laughs> you yeah, are. Yeah. We'll started turning. And I was like, okay, well let's just start. Like we are fun. We're funny gals. We are fun. Like we are truly like every single pe- person that meets us compares us immediately to the Gilmore girls. They're like, this is such Gilmore girls vibes. Like you, mm-hmm. Lorelai have no idea what's going on. You're always like, you have you, whatever, whatever. And Annika is like, Harvard bound, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yes. got her stuff together. And so I was like, okay, well, let's just do that. Let's just show what's going on. And we really just had so much fun doing it. And then I just, I, I fell in love with editing. Yeah. You but are I will admit editing. that I went harder for YouTube. And a lot of people say, don't start doing this because of the money. But I went harder for YouTube because I knew that's where I could actually have a career. I knew that at that point, I, I just didn't have the Instagram like grass you know what I mean like yeah I just didn't have there's such I wasn't different an Instagram girl you know because you know why I think you have so much depth and I think a lot of Instagram girls I'm not in this category so I could do whatever I want <laughs> she has okay? a podcast I could do whatever I fucking want okay <laughs> but just to be fair a lot of Instagram yeah. girls that crush it on Instagram are so curated are so beautiful they then I couldn't you know I could just rattle them off they then try <laughs> yeah. to go to YouTube yeah and you are just, you can't look away because it's so bad, but you also don't watch it because yeah. it is so bad. I and mean, it's just, they don't have any depth. Or they're just yeah. like, hey guys. And you're like, oh, no, 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 baby. Stick to YouTube. Stick, stick to Instagram. Well, the editing is so such a big part Instagram. of it too. It's like, that's not a really, you don't get to splice things together like that on any other platform. I mean, yeah. obviously now TikTok has came and no, changed no, everything. No, no, but not but like, really because. It's not the stories that you get that. Your, yours are 30 minutes long. Yeah. Even TikTok will never be a platform that things are 30 minutes long. Well, even when I, because I didn't watch YouTube for until Annika started and then yeah. of course when Annika started I started just to keep up with what she was, was doing watching, of course yeah. and then I was like wait well there's 
girls my age, let me watch this um, makeup tutorial. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I just started watching these girls, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can, I can do this. Like right. I know, without a shadow of a doubt, I can do this. And the way that you know, life was going. I was a single mom for my whole life and I had never made more than 19 to $28,000 a yeah. year, a year. Yeah. And, and I was fully by, like had a family. Yeah. And so I was like, I just have to get a second job and I couldn't do waitressing. I couldn't do, there was a lot of restrictions because I still, like, a kid. When, when my job clocked out, I had to clock in as a mom and, and get her everywhere. And we don't have any family here. So like I'm her transportation. So I was like, if I can just do maybe some YouTube, if I can make $200 a month. I'll never forget. You were sitting in my apartment. It was back when I lived at the Morris. And you were like talking about YouTube. And I was watching you edit a video or do something. I was like, God, it's just so much work though. And you go, yeah, but look, I made. And it was something, you know. I mean, I literally. I don't want to shy at any sort of money. Any money is great money. But it was something for the amount of work you were doing. I was like, you just made $120 though. And you were like, Shannon, you don't know what that yeah. does for me. If I can make doing something that me and my daughter have fun mm-hmm. doing, if yeah. I can make $120 extra a, a week, yeah. a month, that is that's really important. You know? yeah. Like that's really important to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah. So I'll never forget. I get this call that you, you had made a TikTok, And because at this time your, your, your platform, your 700 YouTube, 700, subscribers. that's what I was going to ask. Okay. 700 subscribers. You make a TikTok again. Yeah. I still wasn't really aware of TikTok. I think I was like calling. There was a time, shout out to Annika. There was a time where I was calling her all the time. I feel like she was probably so annoyed. No, never. Because I literally would be like, Hey, I have a question about TikTok, and she'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I'd be like, "How do you like put the music on it?" And she'd be like, "So okay. if you watched the t- 2020 TikTok of Shannon, Anna could probably edit it. Anna could edit it. Okay. So, anyways, I I remember I get this call, and you're like, "I just posted basically like my story, like a like a spliced together yeah. version of like one of my YouTube videos." But she already had all these like think about it. She already had a YouTube channel with a ton of videos for two years. Yeah, for two years. So cute. Tell the story about the TikTok that so, went viral. I finally we I felt like we finally had enough content on our channel. And, and honestly, it really had to do with the pandemic. I, before the pandemic, I was leaving my house every single morning at 6, 6.30, taking Annika to school, commuting to na- downtown Nashville, which would vary anywhere from normally, like right now, it took me 20 minutes to get here today. Yeah. But in rush hour traffic, it took me like two hours, yeah. an hour and a half. And so then I drove, I would work an eight hour day, commute back in that traffic, get Annika, take her to dance, take her this, yeah. cook dinner. And then I was exhausted. Yes. And so during the pandemic, and we were posting probably like one video every three weeks, four weeks, it right. just very yeah. not consistent because I couldn't. And then I was like, well, I've got all this time now. Let's just sit down. Cause and you're let's working finally, home. Yeah. Let's finally record this video. I'm going to make it fun. That's when like all the like pop-ins, like now I can't even watch that video, but it changed my life and I love it forever. But it is so cringe. Is it? I have to go back so, and watch no, it. No, please don't. None of y'all. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Every, watch it. it. It really is. I mean, it's it's just, it was how you edited at the time. Okay. And, I, and I also, maybe not. I was just literally so new. Whatever, regardless. Is it on, the one on TikTok? Yeah. So I was like, it just wasn't, Annika found one of her favorite YouTubers this way. And I was like, man, these kids really know what they're doing. So I know that it's it's easier to get and like people to view things on TikTok because it gets put out to anybody and everybody. And it's quick. It's like fast because you don't have to watch a 30 minute video. You can watch it quicker. And so I was like, I'm going to take this 30 minute video and I'm going to bring down all the like funniest moments and I'm going to put it on TikTok. It was 60 seconds. And I was like, I'm just going to see. So you didn't even recreate a new video. So you just took your screen recording recording of the teen mom explanation video Q&A and you made it into a TikTok. Yes. Yes. Still form. And I said like, full story on my YouTube channel, post, 
went to bed, woke up the next morning, and it had like three million views. And I have chills. I, 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 I love it. I mean, I was. Just I mean, like, I actually have chills. But it's like okay, three million people can watch this TikTok, but are two people gonna go and click on your profile and then click on the YouTube yeah. video and then you know actually watch the video? And then once YouTube's algorithm, because the only algorithm that knows what they're doing is TikTok, okay? Yeah. The YouTube algorithm said, why are all these people coming from this other platform to watch this video? And this video is 30 minutes. Like, we should be, because they love long videos too. Yeah, yeah. We should be pushing this. Um, at that point, I did not even have enough subscribers or watch hours on YouTube to, to make monetize. money. To, to monetize it all. So my first million and a half video views on that video, zero dollars. No. And now it has like almost 12 million as it should. Isn't as it crazy? should. Okay, so she goes viral, and then yeah. she she. Which, by the way, you can go viral, but like for me, like I could be on a TV show all the time. People are like, "How'd you, you know, become an influencer?" Yeah. And I always credit Barry Cavallari, of course, right, right, because right. like it was a massive platform for me. This TikTok video that went viral was a massive platform and, and, totally. and stepping stone for you. However, you then have to fucking grind. You have, then you're yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Now I have an audience. I have to do stuff like. Mm -hmm. Being on Very Cavallari was wonderful, but it's not the reason right. I am who I am now. Right, totally. Okay, like totally. I just like I will always give it credit, but like I then like worked and grind and like Absolutely. did everything like you know whatever. So all that being said, you then I remember went balls to the I did. wall. Over I was like, like, this is this is this is my. I'm not going to get this chance again. Yeah. yeah, and fast forward to now when you are literally just a highly successful YouTuber and yeah. Instagram influencer and TikToker and like all of the things and. I personally, and I know I'm biased because I'm genuinely like a very close friend of yours, but I've watched it from start to finish and I'm just so mm. immensely proud of you. And you. to watch you grind, I will say, and I mean this, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in the chair beside me. I don't have another friend who works like as like passionately hard yeah. as you through so many obstacles. Mm -hmm. I don't have another friend who's had to go through as many obstacles as you do and just grinds through them, doesn't complain, doesn't say, well, I can't get this because this happened to me, this happened to me. You truly, you, you're you like, it's time to keep moving. I don't know if that's the mom in yeah. you. I was you, just about to say, maybe it's because it's like, I knew that, I mean, I was two years away from having to buy Annika a car and I was still driving a car that my mom bought for me. Like I had no savings account because I, I didn't have yeah. money to save. Like yeah. I, I, I had been, you know, pinching pennies check, my yeah. entire, entire, everything that I made went to Annika or, you know, groceries yeah. to live, you know? So I think that it was like kind of provided me with a no option. Like yeah. if you want to, you don't, because for a while I was like, I'll just marry rich, you know? Yeah. And I was like, do I, I don't want to do that. Do we want to marry rich? Do I want to be in a, have, live with a boy? We're like, and mom, so I am a rich man. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have to do this my own. And with me, like, it, it, it really makes you think like, am I going to be successful without a college degree? But there's so many things you can do. There's so many things there's you can do. So I've just been, I just, I, if anyone asks me about you ever, the number one thing I say is I'm like, you spend fucking two days with this girl and you will walk away and think you can do anything if you put your I mind mean, to yeah, it. Yeah. If I wouldn't have made it on YouTube, I would have already been to the next team. I, I would have yeah. like tried to be a business owner on Etsy or something. I mean, I would have done something You would have done something else. Yeah. 100%. But this is absolutely like, truly has become such a passion of mine and Annika's now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So because you made this TikTok, and so you mm -hmm. already know how to splice and dice and make things a very short generalized statement. And I'm also, we're not going to give you too mm -hmm. much because you go to her YouTube and watch the video mm -hmm. that has 12 million views flex. Give me the TikTok version of your pregnancy story. Okay. Your teen mom story. So the, the story that I told was the story of me, uh, delivering like the night that I gave birth mm -hmm. to Annika and so it, it, it was a very traumatic experience. I think most moms would agree that the day that you give birth is <laughs> a little wild. Um, it is Father's Day. 
it, my sister's birthday and my granddad's birthday was in three days. So we had a big family get together on a Sunday night in the middle of summer, you know, and my mom had these little mini cupcakes and I ate so many cupcakes. <laughs> and she kept going back in there and being like, if you eat one more cupcake, like you're going to be in trouble. Course, I I'm dead that your mom said that to you because then I was like, why would your mom say that? Because you're 13. Yeah, because I'm 13 and I get in trouble for eating cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, um, if you eat one more cupcake, you're going to be in trouble. Okay. So at 3 a.m. I wake up and I'm like, mm, something feels weird. Should have stopped eating <laughs> Yeah, so I go upstairs, use the bathroom, nothing happens. Come back downstairs, uh, like get back snuggled. And I'm like, that's weird that that was like four minutes from that other weird feeling. And imme- I immediately knew. knew. I immediately yeah. knew. So I went upstairs and got my mom. My mom does work at the hospital that I was going to be giving birth at. So she already had the suitcases packed. She had the plan. My sister was going to go with us because she was 11 and she was never going to touch a boy. My grandmother was going to go with us so that my Dead. mom didn't have to leave me when she had to go check me in the nurse. So we had a whole entourage. Um, and we get there to pick up my grand. My grand has no shirt on when she gets in my car. That was wild. We fi- finally get her a shirt. Love we that. get her inside. We get Wait, to the hospital. Why you call her what do you call topless her? Topless grand. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I never knew that. We get to, um, my mom's like so excited at 3 a.m. I'm in labor about using caution lights. I'm like, we live in a town with three people and it's 3 a.m. Like no, no one is going to be on these roads, mom, at all. And she's like, caution lights, caution. She's singing. And I'm like, also, I had gotten out of the front seat and gotten to the back seat because my grandmother was yeah, um, yeah. obviously still, again, 13. So <laughs> grandmother's like, grandma's got to sit up front. <laughs> so we get there. I'm dead. <laughs> we walk in. Grandma's got to sit up front. You're in labor. Oh, I'm in labor. I'm like, come on, Grand, Get in there. Where's your shirt? Come on. Um, <laughs> she was like, I knew where everything was, but I couldn't find anything. And I'm like, okay, let's just okay. get to the hospital. We walk in. It's my best friend's mom. No. That's about to have to put her fingers somewhere. And I'm like, you have made me Sunday dinners. You have made me PB&Js. You have, and you now have you're held to... me when I've cried. Like, See uh, how far along I'm Because you guys yeah, yeah. know not circumcised how far <laughs> along you're Yeah, so dilated. she has to check me. So I'm like, okay, my best friend's mom's about to put her fingers. Anyway. Maybe comforting. Yeah, so I literally like, it, it's a crazy, crazy story. And it, it gets even crazier. And I have told the story a million times. And people just kept saying, like, you need to film you saying this so yeah. that you can put it on. But it, it, it's a wild story. So that's that, pretty much, but that's pretty much, but okay. So in the one that went viral, you didn't just talk about how like you, cause no. I think it's crazy that you didn't know you were pregnant for so long. That was oh, a yes. rumor at that school. That is part of the story too. I did not know that I was pregnant until I was six months. Um, I just, it I was had a my rumor period. At sc- yeah. School. Cause she were, you were still having your period, right? I was still having my period. I kind of like, you can't have a period when you're pregnant, but like my body was 14. I genuinely, or my body was 13. I genuinely did not think that I was, that this was a possibility for myself. I right. was definitely having sex. <laughs> But I just, it, it, but that I'm a child. I didn't think really that that was the consequence. I like to explain it like when your parents tell you not to eat chocolate and not to sneak out, you're like, okay, those are two things. Obviously one's worse than the other, but like, is anything really going to happen if I sneak out? Right, you know, like, right, right. I'm going to get grounded, whatever. And so it was, it's not just like that, but my brain just didn't understand the consequences yeah, of, of it. And I was really just raised on like purity culture, abstinence only. So like we just didn't have any education on it education and I didn't and whatever like I was like oh I'm, I'm there's co- other couples that are doing it like it's yeah not, yeah no you're harm, you know right we're not doing this like to be bad kids yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. anyway so I just my I had no idea that my body did not know to process that I was pregnant yeah. I just kept kind of spotting you weren't looking for signs no I like didn't gain any weight you, um, she literally didn't it's I didn't, crazy when you see the photo my boobs really kind of but I was like also a 13 going 14 year old girl yeah. like I was turning I was going through puberty puberty and um, my sister heard a rumor at school 
And she was like, that's the craziest thing. Obviously, my sister, can, only moms can be pregnant. Yeah, because your sister's 11. Yeah, so if my sister comes home and she's like, mom, how hilarious is this? Someone today on the bus told me that Jenica was pregnant. And my mom was like, hmm, okay. And at that time, I had had a boyfriend for like a year. And right. for that, when you're in that eighth young, grade, that's that, a long is, time. that is, you know, y'all are going to get married and whatever. Like that right. just. Yeah, yeah. So. My mom was just like, I think she just wanted for her own peace of mind to like, she asked me first and I was like, well, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard, mom. Obviously I've not had sex. And um, <laughs> so she was like, okay, we'll just take this pregnancy test. And I was like, perfect, cool. I, I was not She's sweating. like, I'm for it. I'll I was take not, it. I was like, to get you to get off my back. Of course I'll take I'll it. I'll take this test. And yeah, about five minutes later, I hear this blood curdling. And I was just like, that is so crazy. That this is, test is so wrong. weird. This test is wrong. This is so crazy. This test is wrong. And um, so she comes. I mean, she's she's frantic. And I'm yeah. like, Mom, I'm still calm. I'm still calm. I'm like, like Mom, I'm, I'm not. literally not pregnant. Like, this is because you've got to. I was a all A student, like in student council. I was cheer, like best cheerleader, whatever. You know, I just, it wasn't going to happen to me. Yeah. You know? And so. She calls my stepdad. She, she's like, you better get home and like bring a pregnancy test on your way. And she, he's like, you just got your tube tied because my brother is uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> my brother has just turned five. Okay. And um, he, he thinks it's for him. You just got and your she's tube like, tied. get home. And so I take another one and I'm like, what are the chances that two are? These things are faulty. These are crazy. And um, so they both sit me down and my mom's like, like, have you had sex before? And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is crazy. And she's like, Jenica. Have you had sex? So she's still on that. My stepdad's like, Art, he's like, Carrie, <laughs> I don't think she's married here. Okay. So like, look, she's, she's had sex. We need to move on. When's the last time you had sex? And I was like, I just never, never had, maybe, oh, mom, maybe some got on his fingers. Some got on his fingers. And then maybe he, when he fingered, she was like, he's Oh no! And I was like, "Well, now <laughs> I really can't tell her I've had sex." <laughs> She's like, so now, I'm like, "Now I cannot tell her." My mom takes off across the road to my pediatric doctor that I'm currently seeing um, because I'm 13. a child. <laughs> At this point, no, I had turned 14, so I got oh, okay. pregnant apparently somewhere in October. Okay, maybe September. I found out in March. Got no, it. February. February or March. Um, and I turned 14 in January. So when I found out I was pregnant, I was 14, but technically yeah. I did get pregnant at 13. Anyway, <laughs> there's some math for you. There's some math where, you know, it's funny because when she posts pictures of her in the hospital having Annika. I have hot pink nails. She has, she literally looks like a 13 year old yeah. teeny bopper. And it's funny because you have always said, if this photo makes you uncomfortable, it it's because it should. Yeah. Like this should make you feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. So where was that? She goes across the street, gets your doctor. Yeah. She goes across the street, gets my pediatric doctor. He's like, Carrie, it's probably a pregnant. It might be a pregnancy in the tubal. And I'm like, you guys are understanding that I've just like never had sex. <laughs> and they're like, no, nobody's talking to me anymore. It's the yeah. adults talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not one You're of those like, people. <laughs> they're so like, no. <laughs> I'm on my living room floor and my doctor's like pressing and he's like, I can see the faces he's making. And I, oh, I didn't know until probably like a year and a half ago, um, that I, what I did was dis disassociate completely. Yeah. That yeah. moment, I like don't remember. I it felt like I was watching a movie of that right. whole night, and I can remember it vividly. But in that moment, I just had no idea what was going. I mean, it, it just I could hear. I mean, even once we got to because my mom did work at the hospital, she called one of her friends and she was like, "Family emergency! Like, please meet me at the hospital." The doctor wrote an order for the ultrasound, and we went right then. Yeah. And um, in the meantime, my stepdad went and got um my 
boyfriend at the times and his family we all met at the hospital and they're asking questions my mom's telling her when my last period was and it was you know th- very recently yeah, you know? yeah she's like okay i bought tampons then and um they put the ultrasound like whatever the, thing, the sonogram yeah, yeah. thing on my stomach and it wasn't i know a lot of people are like it was the heartbeat that like i still was totally like out of it and then um when she said i was five and a half to six months um, and that we would be able to find the gender out right then. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and her dad's dad at the same time, he said no. And she said yes. And my mom was like, we have three to, months. The question was, do you want to know prepare, what, the, to, what the gender what, is? Yes. And the dad said no. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, this is, we, no, we have three months to prepare for a baby. Also, one of my favorite stories too that you've told me before is that you're like, you're like, just imagine. I'm like, I've never had sex. I'm not pregnant. Uh, uh. Yeah. And then like, she's like, and then she's like, Shannon, when they put the ultrasound, the sonogram. Oh, Annika was like. Yeah. <laughs> she said that Annika was like, what up, dog? You've been doing back handsprings, girl. You've been going to the tanning bed. Yeah. You have oh, been. She's been going to the tanning bed still. Oh, I mean, can you yeah. give the time? The thing oh, this about is our generation. <laughs> this is when I was going to the tanning bed like. Seven days a week. You know, I created this whole scheme because, you know, the tanning bed laws were 24 yeah. hours. When I went to the tanning bed back in <laughs> high, middle school, high school, I went to, I signed up to two different tanning yeah. salons, which is this pretty fucked up mom who doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. She had to sign it because I was under yeah. 18. She thought I was so crafty and savvy to think of this. I did two different yeah, ones. Double dip is what we call it. Sometimes they would say you're within the 24 hour period. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. come. So I had two so I could like double dip. In I them. had a fully developed fetus she literally like last she's like shannon they, it was just a full ass baby i mean now annika literally was like hello hello finally I was i'm tired of you- doing back handsprings mom <laughs> stop you- trying to do a stand and tuck yeah because you were like really yeah, cheerleading yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i was a base so i was catching girls here like I, oh my god I, I mean ate literally anything which i was a picky eater so like who knows thank god i mean i didn't yeah but just all the things yeah it's just nuts yeah and okay. so they said it's a girl and th- that, that literally was, was the it. moment that i like I felt air back in my yeah. head. It just like that was the moment that I knew it was gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was. I, you I mean, like, obviously not. I, di- I didn't. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Not like that gonna be okay. But it was right. like, okay, well, this is now my reality, and this is how we have to proceed. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I really do got, want you guys to check out her YouTube because it's not. It's it's something that cannot be summed up in this podcast and I think you guys would learn a lot from it and I also just think you guys would fall in love with her and yeah. the same way but that if you I have. watch that old video then you have to watch three of my new ones you have to watch <laughs> to every, see how things have gotten better that one you have to watch the new ones but I mean I want you guys to go you've done a lot more videos about oh my your gosh. pregnancy yes and, and I did questions. a whole series I do series Annika answers questions with me yes you know she talks about what it's like to have a teen mom all that being said I could ask you 100 more questions yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I kind of like don't I want to just like I'm not I, just a teen mom you guys you guys she's not just a teen mom she's a fucking badass I okay. have so many elements like she got her tits cut off let's talk about that I did I've also seen your mom's tits <laughs> <laughs> but it was so helpful it was helpful it was so helpful <laughs> here's the thing my mom's had a breast reduction um I did not get any of those jeans my sister also has massive boobs and I just like don't so anyways um I Yes, my mom, when, when you told me, which I have always, you've had boobs that were just like, I really just like, I, now that you, that's all you can, it now was that two basketballs. I, I was going to try to be nice, but like they were basketballs and I'm not kidding. She would just like pick, 
Like she would just like you couldn't even pick them up. Hand. Like it would be all four of our hands. It probably. was sad. It was sad because yeah. here's the thing. It hurt. I knew they hurt you, <laughs> and then like I felt so bad for you because you just had so much more life to live. I was like, I can't was, be backpacking around Europe. Like, like you with a backpack would be here on Facetime with me, and if you were laying down, they would just be like choking in your you and i'd be like jenica you'd be like what am i supposed to fucking do like I mean, I know, I, there would be sometimes that i would be fully asleep at night and i would like wake up because my tits were like <laughs> asphyxiating me i was like i can't live like this do you know what i mean no i don't know what you mean but i know because yeah. i was there yeah. i was th mine have never in my life asphyxiated I mean, that, me <laughs> if you've ever seen shannon speechless it was when i showed her the tits for the first time she was just like that is it can't be good for your back. I was, I was just like, like you have somehow also managed to hide the largeness of them. And she was like, cause uh, yeah. Shannon, cause I will say this and, and everybody <sighs> is beautiful. I'm exhausted thinking about and it. And it is, uh, it's expensive, it's taxing and it's a really intense surgery. So I, I don't oh. want to say that breasts that large are ugly. I'm just saying like, you look so much better with smaller but breasts. It, was it really, really physically hurt. Yeah. And I had, I'd wanted a breast reduction since I was 18 and I had gotten denied three times by insurance. And it is expensive. It. It's very expensive, but, um, and of course, like that's the only way that I could have ever gotten one. Well, and here's the thing too. My mom told me, cause my mom had a breast reduction and she told me that basically she was like, it's hard too, because if you want to get a breast reduction, they tell you what your boobs have to go down to. She's like, so yeah. for instance, my mom had like breasts but, but, but because the insurance company picked right. her sizing for her yeah so it, it comes down to either the doc the insurance company makes you remove a certain amount or the doctor's like i'm gonna do what i think is best for right, you right which thankfully that's what i ended up being able to do good but after i was denied three times and I, it, it started when we were working from home yeah and i was just like i've always had a desk job and so yeah. I, I didn't realize but once you're at home working a desk job yeah you don't get up and walk around downtown nashville as much as you were on yeah. lunch breaks and stuff so i called my mom one day sobbing and yeah. i was like my neck back shoulders my Everything. head hurts from just holding these yeah huge Titties. things <laughs> on my body all day long i have yeah. to do something and so mom was like okay well and i had started making just a little bit from youtube at that point right. she was like i think we're at the point where if you get denied again we'll just we'll just do it mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i think uh, we're gonna have to so um she talked to her friends found a doctor and it was just it was so it's one of the most so painful, painful surgeries you guys like it's not it hurts i obviously have tons of friends who've had boob jobs Ugh. I have, it, it, when I say, if you think a breast reduction mm -mm. is the same thing as a boob job, you are just so sorely mistaken. No. Like I was watching these bandages. I won't get too graphic here, but like, you, you, again, I'm sure there's a YouTube video discussing I, it. Yeah, I did a whole video. Go, go watch <laughs> it because like, that was just fucking crazy. But yeah, in, 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 uh, conclusion i think my mom wanted to show jenica her breast the scar no help. she was the scar i was worried How, about and she was like mine are gone i mean mine oh yeah my mom gone. doesn't have a scar yeah and mine are literally it's been a year and maybe it's just been rotted a year no it's been like a year and three months so and I'm, i have pretty much no scars my so. mom was like no no no, look you really don't have a scar look my mom and i was like oh my god you don't like, and she wow. goes like mom and i was like mom my mom also had breast cancer uh she's a badass survivor from breast cancer so it's funny too because she's like well i do have this scar i'm like mom your titties are just they've been through the ringer okay <laughs> and it's so funny i love her so pure with my mom and my dad because like one obviously she had breast cancer a lot of women opt to like get reconstructive yes. surgery done like a boob job or something after and she's like why would i do that your dad likes my boobs because she had like a lumpectomy so she has like a, uh, a almost like a shark yeah. bite little mark in her and and she's like uh, -uh your dad still thinks i'm hot i'm fine and i was like oh she's like i'm here to please one man gold 
goals. <laughs> yes. Goals, baby. Um, okay, so that was like a very trying time recently, but I'm glad that you got through uh, it. I'm, I'm, I would do it a hundred times. Even I'm with so, the pain, the scars, you I also don't look care about. Yeah, I, I just, it really did like. Do you have ever worn a top like that? A corset I, top? I could, <laughs> no. I could, I would buy these corset tops though from, and I would just pin them in the back with like, pin and, str- and, and a, um, a rubber band for like your hair yeah. and then another pin because I was like my boobs just don't fit anything right right yeah okay another question on the questionnaire was um which I think this well someone said what do you admire most about Jenica as a parent okay mm-hmm. so oh my god don't make me cross seriously no I won't well here's what I do I admire because I do think it's it's so hard to not be so close to your daughter you and Annika are obviously more like very very close as like best friends yeah but like it's hard not to be when you're that close in age. Right. How could you not be? Like we do get a lot of flack for that. I'm like we are we're, together all the like. Well, not only that, you're li- yet you're literally closer in age to Annika than you are to like. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're like no. Yeah. <laughs> of course they're close. You straddle the line so beautifully. I have watched you over the years discipline her when she needs to be disciplined. I've watched you tell her no. I've watched her have, I won't call them tantrums, Annika, because I know you're listening. I love you. But like, I've watched her be a 13-year-old girl, right? When I knew her when she was 12 and 13. And you really do such a good job at being her parent. Because I do think, like you said, you said you get a lot of flack. I think a lot of people might think teen moms, yeah, they don't know how to like uh, straddle that line. And you just do it so beautifully. I really like commend you and your mom who yeah. Carrie shouts out Carrie we love Carrie she's amazing I, I think she did such a fabulous job in raising you and I think that really trickled down and you just are wonderful in that aspect I also I will say this I know every ins and outs of everything to do with your whole mm-hmm. life and, and Annika and co-parenting etc I have never witnessed one time in my entire life you say any Thing negative or anything bad at all about her father yeah especially to her um yeah she's preface I've never heard you you are so Switzerland it's almost jarring it's too Switzerland you, sometimes sometimes I'm like you should say something <laughs> but you should say something and I'm like but she's like no because not, yeah. this is not my it is for her yeah it's not my battle to fight any like I don't I have so many friends who are uh, children of divorce, right? Mm-hmm. As we all do. Anyone listening to this podcast may have parents who are divorced or they definitely have friends whose parents are divorced, mm-hmm. right? I watched growing up, as I'm sure we all did, parents pin their children against yeah, them, right? I mean, okay, just really brutal stuff. And it is not healthy. It is not helpful. It is awful for the child. Yeah. And these are grown-ass, I know we're grown-ass adults. Obviously, we're like 30. But like, I mean, these are like, people in their 40s and 50s at the time doing yeah. this right who who know better yeah. who yeah, have yeah. not been through the stuff you've been through and you still as long as I've known you you've always been so respectful yeah. towards the situation with their father and I just like I don't even want to call it a situation just co-parenting yeah. like I like you guys aren't together which one of the questions was obviously really funny it was like what's it like keeping <laughs> keeping in contact with your eighth grade boyfriend and I just cackled so hard and and I, I said I can't wait to ask producer Courtney like what would you do if you still had to talk to your eighth grade boyfriend every day <laughs> not every day but like all the time <laughs> just uh, it, it, what's it like keeping in contact with your eighth grade boyfriend um well as let's just all pause really quick if you're watching this if you're listening let's just pause take a moment close your eyes if you're driving let's imagine life with a child with your eighth grade boyfriend just i'm i can't remember okay i was ugly no one dated me in eighth grade okay let's even the guy i dated in 10th grade (laughs) i mean just like yeah eighth grade you're passing notes you're you know and we didn't even go to the same school so we didn't even really know each you know like we went to the ball games on friday nights or whatever and and whatever and i think that 
over the years, I've just known that my parents were never together. They yeah. um, were always just such good friends. And even though I would call my dad, you know, cussing about my mom or call my mom, you know, complain about, yeah, they, never, do, yeah. they never, ever, ever let me talk about the other parent negatively. They were like, stop. My dad would be like, for you. I'm going to pretend like I'm getting on to you. I'm not really. But if you talk about your mom like that again, like oh, we're going to have a problem. Don't, don't yeah. do that. Like she's yeah. doing her best and you need to be there for her. Like, and I'm like, you know and I just I never saw them like fight I never saw them and they it's really just because they didn't you know they they genuinely just had a good friendship relationship and I was you everybody figures out things about their parents as you grow up and I just knew that there was never going to be anything that I could tell Annika about her father that she wouldn't figure out one day by herself yeah you know what I mean and, And, and there were times where I immaturely was like would you ever like say you should tell Annika and you're like a situation maybe that wasn't so easy for you. And I'm just like, it's not even worth it because then like, she's gonna be like, why is my mom telling me this about my dad? Like I just never felt good. And even the times that like I would, you know, glaze over a situation, it just didn't feel good. Like I'm like, at the end of the day, like I have nothing to do with this man. This is her Her father. So like, I'm not going to be saying anything bad. She can figure out. Well, you said earlier when we were talking about writing notes down for the podcast, you go, I don't know that man. I mean, we don't, we don't have conversation. We will, um, I try to personally keep everything in text. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I just will, we'll, we'll text back and forth and I, I don't know. Yeah. You're about. like, I don't know that man. It's like, what would I say about him? I don't know that man. <laughs> Literally. So, so like, okay. we're fine. We're just, you yeah. know, co-parenting though is truly the hardest, 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 of hardest, course. hardest thing ever. Um, it's so much that I will never do it again. Yeah. I mean, ever. I, I would absolutely like, I am not even going to have another child probably just because it could risk co-parenting. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it was very hard. Yeah, well, it is. You're still yeah, co-parenting. Yeah, yeah, It is hard. <laughs> I'm like, she ain't 18 yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. And he'll always be your dad, so it's always right. going to be hard. I'm like, so. I'm, we're going to see each other at weddings and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, it's just, it's, I try to just keep things. Because then I feel like the more conversations, there's probably going to be more fights. The yeah. more conversations we have. So I'm like, I want to keep it all so minimal. And I, I really have, from the beginning, said... I'm not, this is not a topic that we're going to discuss. Like she On does have, yes, yeah, yes. I'm like, she has a relationship with her dad. She goes and sees him, you know, and, and that's it. And I think honestly being to Switzerland has made people think like, that it's like so a lucky. wonderful, this is yeah, so like, easy. and it's just, it's not like that at all. But you know, sometimes I know, I mean, also I'm biased because I'm your best friend, but sometimes I'm like, okay. I feel like it's kind of confusing on your YouTube because I've seen comments that are like, oh, you're just very blessed. I do not have the same situation. You're very blessed that your co-pantering situation is so easy. And I'm like, have you ever thought about, and she's like, no, 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 no. It's yeah. I think if you're listening to this podcast and you even have the most fabulous co-parenting, I cannot imagine they would not say co-parenting is fucking hard. It's so hard. I bet your parents who you were just talking so beautifully about would say co-parenting is fucking hard. I'm sure my mom cried every single time. I mean, there's nothing worse than sitting there on Thanksgiving or Christmas with your family and thinking, my kids are dads right my now. kids are dads so yeah. i'm not saying that there are massive issues with with her father at all i just no. i just mean like co-parenting yeah, yeah is fucking it is hard. just wild it's yeah. wild and you've made it look very easy so Thank i want to make sure that the people listening know that that shit ain't easy <laughs> for not. you it's not that shit ain't easy yeah. for you i have oh no all my fake nails have been picking off just fell out of this notebook <laughs> Ew. If you like it's and watch, there's like a there's like a time lapse of me just like picking my nails off as she's talking and like putting them in the binding of this book. That is so sick. Okay. Um I have written down in here in the notes. It just says colon no good. <laughs> oh, yes. I was like, what? Uh yeah, colon. Your colon. This colon, not semicolon. Not, not semicolon. Your colon, no good. No good. My colon is actually 
Very not good. I was diagnosed at 17 in high school. <laughs> Again. This bitch. <laughs> yeah. I experienced a lot of trauma before I even turned 18. Um, I got diagnosed at 17 with ulcerative colitis. Um, my mom actually came to me and she was like, I know what you're doing. And we're going to have a talk about it. Like, what's going on? And she was like, you're going to the bathroom every single time you eat. Like, you're you're going immediately after you eat. And I know what's up. And I'm like, oh, mom, no. I'm pooping. No, I'm pooping blood. Like, I'm, <laughs> oh, stop. No, I, you, mom, you, do you be pooping blue? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, mom, it's just a stomach thing. Like, I go in there. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's not good. I just, you know. It's, it's yucky. I don't want to talk like, about it. <laughs> you're what? And again, my mom works at the hospital. She was like, we immediately have to go get you seen. She's like, family emergency, calls a friend. <laughs> again, get me. Guy's like, my God. Yes. <laughs> and so um, we went through so many tests. And I'm telling you, like, I have had a gastroenterologist since I was uh, 17. And I'm always the youngest person in there, even right now at 30. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody in there is 80. and Because you're getting colonoscopies, right? Yes, colonoscopies once a year, maybe more. You're crazy. Sometimes. Um, my dad almost died after getting a colonoscopy. I mean, it, it's, it's, so essentially it's my left side of my colon gets very inflamed, blisters. Oh. It just, it's really, really awful. And it's kind of one of those invisible diseases where it's like yeah. not people, there was, when I have a bad flare up, like I oh, can't I even go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like I, you, you can't walk you can't I would be walking down a grocery store aisle and and look at Annika and just be convulsing because so you know because it was so much pain it, you can't like it really takes over your life in a way that and you can't because so many people have stomach issues these days too that you're like I can't come to work today because I'm you know my, my right. stomach hurt well, it's, it's, like, it's like I feel like IBS has almost become trendy like yeah. I swear well <laughs> like, it's also it's like and I've really just recently I actually just posted a YouTube video of me sobbing reading the book oh. super gut because I've had such a like hatred towards my disease for so long that yeah. it's it's controlled so much of me and it's I mean I it, it's changed every part of my life too like I it's controlled so much um there was at one point in like 2017 where my doctor literally looked at me in the face and was like I'm I'm really just thinking it's either going to be colon cancer or we're going to have to remove your colon and he just said that to me in a room and oh, I, because I'm like didn't he tell you're gonna have to wear a yeah um, he's like that's he was gonna have we're gonna have to remove your colon you're gonna have to have a colostomy bag and I was just like which explain what a colostomy bag is it is when you have your colon removed it's a bag that you wear on the outside um of that your, your body yeah, your that your what, waist goes into. waist goes into yeah and they have to change and, and you things. have to empty the bag of yeah, your own waist yeah. yeah and so I was like and I had knew I'd known forever that this was a possibility with my disease I just hoped that it would never get to that point um, and he just said those two things so casually and I had like, a sir, you're full... not talking to a 75 year old woman. You're talking to a, like cute I, fucking 23 like, year old word too. Like what is going So, I mean, I just, I lost it. I, I went under and I came back and you know, when you kind of were coming off of anesthesia, you're not really still all there. They, my mom had to like pin me down because I was so, I just knew that it was going to be bad news yeah. and it wasn't. What was it? It was just, I, I mean, it was very, very, very severe flare up and I had to go on three different steroids and I had to go on injections and shots for like eight months. I um, remember that. I yeah. was your friend then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it just, it just, through those steroids, I, I gained 80 pounds. And then the next office visit I went to, he was like, we're going to have to get this weight off of you. And I was like, you what? did this to me. You're like, bitch. <laughs> you did this to me. And so I dropped that doctor. 
Yeah, we're like, I'm like, first of all, I was the like, bedside literally, manner. Literally, I have to, I, I, I was like, mom, I can't go ever go back to that doctor again, seriously. That also is something like, I don't know, not that this is like all about lessons here, but like in saying that, you really have to advocate for your oh. own like sanity in doctors. Like just because someone's a doctor and just because you've gone to him forever or your Since mom's gone in forever. Exactly. Exactly. You do not have to fucking stick yeah. with them, dude. Like Taylor mm-hmm. recently switched from her, uh, what do you call it? OBGYN, yeah. whatever. And they it, they made it a hell of a process because they don't like you yeah, to switch. And she's like, no, I'm switching. I, I My doctor now, I s- cried the first time I met him. And I was just like, thank you for caring about what's, you know, going on with me. And thank you for, for wanting to help me. Because I genuinely, at the end of that conversation with him, I knew that he wanted to make me better. Yeah. And I had never felt that. And I just felt it for the first time at 28. And I've oh had this God. for 11 years at this right. point. So I just now finally feel like it, it's just so important, truly. Don't just go to a doctor that you've been to going to forever. Yeah, if you don't feel good about it, fucking change your doctor. If you have Look to drive to the next town, drive to the next town. Yeah. Like you, you will find a good doctor that actually does care about you. Ugh. Well, speaking of that, people are obsessed with your style, as am I, because I'm literally just like... Thank you. I, so as long as I've known Jenica, she's just been that bitch. And she has no choice but to be that bitch. And um, obviously, I've seen you go through all of the steroid shots and the different medicines and different changes with your body, removing basketballs from your chest. Like, there's been a lot of changes. And I've been, I've seen them all, as you've seen a ton of changes with me, right? Totally. For sure. Remember when I just texted texted her last week and I was like, hey, remember when you had long hair? And I was like, I remember when I had long hair, I'm growing my hair out. Also, I just got a haircut before this. Don't those bangs look incredible? I'm like, I'm in they my Rachel so Green era. I said, you wait till you get a claw clip in that. Yeah, it's a claw clip. so cute. Look at that. I love Jenica. Just go straight to the And then this, and then this, and yeah. this. But as long as I've known you, like whatever, when you had basketballs on your chest, mm-hmm. any, any sort of like life you have lived in a body, you have had the fucking best style of anyone because it's always just been it's been so cool yeah you really are the girl and I'm curious if you've always been this girl you've always been the girl who has a who does something that almost sometimes even sometimes truly I'll be like what is she wearing that makes sense yeah and then fucking two weeks mm-hmm. later hey everyone's in it yeah. Haley Bieber all the, I'm like Oh my God, Jenica yeah. had that already. Yeah. And then I want to buy it and it sold out. Oh. And you've already had it for like a week. I like- got made fun of in middle school because I was the first person to tuck my jeans in my Ugg boots. Oh. And I was like, I kept I kept being like, all the magazines are tucking because you want to see that you've got the Uggs on. You've got the Uggs on. I got roasted two weeks later. Everybody's Everyone's doing, doing like, it. You're like Regina George when they cut the fucking nipples out of the shirt. Yes. And, and then every, she's like, huh. And then everyone just yeah, like, what yeah. is it? You just have had the best style. But someone yeah. asked me, they said, I've always been obsessed with Jenica's style. I'm like, me too. And they said, in a world of influencers, which we both are, mm-hmm. like where a lot of the stuff you see online and in social media, is just these teeny tiny little yeah. girls. Like, how have you decided to make your own style? And I, me, I'm like, I'll answer. She's always had good style. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, what's really, your response that? To that wasn't my intention. I mean, I obviously, when I kind of started doing this, I, I think, I don't know where my weight was, honestly, it, whatever. There's always something that I do like on my body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's always something you're fucking you hot do as long like. as I've known you, you're hot. And well, I mean, for anybody, there's always something. I, I've always known that no matter what, like my hair and my waist is always going to be cinched. Cinched. Snatched. Like I have a good waist, so it's like I don't have to focus on like if my arms feel floppy today, whatever. You really have to take your style with what your body feels too I feel like like you're supposed to wear clothes clothes aren't supposed to wear you and also when you love a trend just because a trend is trendy yeah. like there are trends out there that I will not do because I'm like hell the fuck no yeah. with my body type like right I, there are things that I will not do so you do not have you can find your own style I think that like makes you like you said yeah. makes your body feel good I know like I really like that you said that. Like, I, there's always something that you like always. about your body so no matter on what. The, if I'm all, I mean, today, I'm like, this brings in my waist. I'm literally going to be sitting down, but I feel 
you know, you, there's always things that you can do to make yourself or whatever the occasion may be and cater to that occasion. Like, you know, you if you're just, going to a wedding and you know that your ex might be three rows behind you and you're self-conscious about your shoulders, wear something that covers your shoulders, yeah, wear your hair down, so funny. you know? I, I, as long as I've known you, I've just always, you are just like so strikingly stunning. Like you just, it's like, it's giving Kardashian. <laughs> and I, um, you just said that number. You're like on these steroids, I gained whatever, 80, 80 pounds. pounds. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't want to interrupt you. I'm trying this new thing. <laughs> Is it working? We don't really get to interrupt each other, though. I we, don't, just, we, we just, we we just, just both just yeah. like keep going. And we also have this like really massive brain, both of us, where we can like hear each other as we're talking over uh-huh. each other. And mm-hmm. we just like it never happened. Yeah. But I'll try to, for you plebeians out there, uh, I'll talk slower and not interrupt. But I almost interrupt you because I'm like, no, you didn't. Because yeah. I've known you this whole time. And it's so funny because I'm like, you've just always been so fucking hot. That, like, not that the number yeah. matters, but it's just like, it's so interesting because... I have just always thought you looked so fucking hot because you've just always dressed your body it was, gorgeously. It was really, truly the only thing that did keep me going, though, because I didn't even... I mean, I was always, like, stronger built, I guess, yeah. but I was never, like, curvier. She's base, like, I was never... Yeah, I was never... So it was just a really, like shock when I because I didn't even see my this is not going to make sense really I really didn't see myself gaining the weight like I as it and it happened within six I mean I was put on three steroids and it just I blew up in six months and because it was such a short amount of time right it was such a short amount of time yeah, that was that was the wrong phrase, but it was such a short That's amount okay. of time. We can normalize feeling the way we feel and saying the <laughs> yeah. things we feel. I feel like the body positivity culture like makes everything bad. I'm like, I'm allowed to feel this yeah, way about I mean, myself. That's what happened. I'm allowed to say <laughs> yeah. the things I want to say. And so I feel like it, it, one day I just was like, I don't look like in pictures how I feel. Like I felt still like my normal self. And you own these clothes, right? Like I remember when I put on weight when I first moved to Nashville, I just remember not noticing I gained weight when I looked at myself naked, but my clothes didn't fit me and I was confused. And I was just like, Like, I swear I don't look different. My clothes will button. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Right, right. And so it, it was a process of like kind of, I really genuinely had to fall in love with myself again and really truly be like, this is, this is what it's like. And I never, I just don't have the endurance or the drive to like go to the gym and shed that off. I'm just not ever going <laughs> to be like, girl. I'm fucking hot anyway. So I'm so like, I'm going to be here for, <laughs> for a minute. So this is, this My is body. fine. And guess what? You know what? I'm not in freaking high school anymore. I don't have to look like high school genic anymore. No. I, like, do I want to be high school genic anymore? Absolutely no. not. Like, I don't want to look like. <laughs> I didn't know high school genic, but I'm like, <laughs> fuck no. No. <laughs> no, I'm like, I this is me. This is me. Like, I'm so happy that I get to be curvy and like, I get to like, of course I have things that like, even now I'm like, hide this arm, you know, me too. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. But then also from being a different weight and hearing my friends, like that were all smaller talk ways that I wasn't even talking about myself. I'm like, it doesn't matter what number is on the scale. Everybody feels the same. Like it's just, I've got to become like so happy in my body and you really do that very well like I and I think that's the reason that person asked that question they were like her style inspires me like she just looks so fucking hot I just wear what I want to wear yeah and I just I'm really impressed by your just like outlook because I have self-sabotaged myself with my body image so many times before because it's hard it's hard to get on Instagram and fucking see these girls and I am girl on Instagram and even I'm look at other girls on Instagram and I'm always like no we don't do that anymore Shannon we don't fucking do that anymore we we don't do that you are you you are not them fucking keep it moving sorry well and I just I got to where I'm only comparing myself to myself yeah you know I'm only we can compare 
myself to to Jenica two weeks ago or Jenica two weeks from now, but no, like okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Sorry, this gnat I swear is gonna like stick right into my lip gloss. It's I just know it. It's so glossy, I'm gonna put some more lip gloss on. and it's just gonna stick to it. Um, all right, we're gonna end with a couple things. Also, you guys are just absolutely sliving with these long episodes. I'm looking at the timer sitting in front of me right now, and we are just. <laughs> I know we're like oh also I looked at it and it was like six 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 I was like oops gorgeous and <laughs> gorgeous um it's an angel number okay so um I'll leave with two things okay one someone was like have you guys ever had an issue in your friendship how did you overcome it who was the first to apologize and I laughed I go no and she goes well and I was like oh yeah so Jenica is at current mm-hmm. the only person on very cavalry that I have had beef with that wasn't on very cavalry well uh, like well, maybe you actually kind of were on very cavalry. Were you? What my nose was on one episode. Okay, <laughs> facts. <laughs> my nose was and on. it was gorgeous. Um, I so Jenica. One of the reasons for sure we met was through Reagan. Yes. So we love Reagan. Reagan was Reagan's one of my like college best friends. Yes. Yeah. So Reagan was obviously on the very cavalry show with me. She's the blonde with big tits, as yes. she so lovingly refers to herself as. And um, anyways, yeah, they were best friends on the show. And in this one episode, I really do want to do like a rewatch podcast. I think that'd be really funny. And definitely we'll have Reagan on whenever mm-hmm. we do the episode where she and I get in a fight. One of the things that was very real about that series was yeah. that episode. Yeah, that's still like it was all so we all knew that it was like kind of not real until that. And then it was like, oh, wait. Yeah, there were just so many curated moments on that show and that one was so raw and like yeah. I hated because I was so good. Like honestly, I fucking thrive in reality TV. You you guys have got to get me back on television. <laughs> um, but like all that being said, I just felt like so in control the whole time, right? Yeah. Like I, if they told me to be mean to Britney, I was mean to Britney. If they told me I needed to be bad at mm-hmm. work to like be funny, I was bad at work. If they told me to show up late, I'd show up yep. late. Like all these things I was doing yep. really well and contrived. And of course I wasn't the best employee for sure. <laughs> There's, we can dive deeper on that when we talk about it. Like that wasn't all made up. I kind of did suck at my job. But all this being said, that one time I felt like I had zero control yeah. because I literally had no idea Reagan was mad at me. And then she comes up to me at a party in front of a bunch of people and yells at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like crying, whatever. Anyways, fast forward to me not being friends with Jenica yet, mm-hmm. but the show is airing and I had gone to brunch or we, we were in a big this setting point only we knew of each other. And we like, we were acquaintances, I think at this point, the but rooftop definitely not like party hadn't, yeah. yeah. The rooftop party hadn't happened yet where I like learned about her life and whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like sitting up, I'm like sitting at this brunch or maybe we're at a bar or something. something. And I had just done what I would normally do. Like, hey, Jenica, how are you? She's like, I'm good. I'm like, I love, I probably complimented her outfit yeah. or something because it was probably fabulous. And I was like, I love you. She's like, thanks. I'm like, it's good to see you. She's like, what, do you remember the quote? I think I just said, hey, don't talk to my friend like that again. No, that, <laughs> you, no, you don't know the quote. No, <laughs> eh, wrong. You said, it's so good to see you too. Or I, maybe I said something like, I just love when I see you. And you were like, I love what I see you too. But if you ever talk to my friend like that again, we're going to have some problems. And it was the most Southern, bless your heart. Oh, I mean, and yes, I grew up, we both, we grew up very similarly. I mean, our, our family trees are like, so it's like wild parallel. It's funny. Yes. Like, like just deep South. Right. And I'm like, when she did that, I mean, my mother's meanest acquaintance couldn't have like tore her down like that. I was like, I'll never forget. I was like, I was like, <laughs> nervously said something. I left that place. I picked up the phone. I called Taylor. I said, oh, oh, and you listen to this. I was like, and then Jenica, I was like, and who the fuck does she think she is? I mean, I went off. I, I like, am a ride or die. Uh, and that, like, I'm a ride or die. I really Loyal. am. Like, I. 
like loyal i think i was actually friends with her for a full year and a half before i ever brought that up and then yeah. and then like maybe a i year- brought it up as a joke and you were like no, no honey and i was like oh <laughs> i was like no 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 I'll, and then and then i think it took another year for me to be like i called taylor immediately <laughs> i was like wait what i was like who does she think she is she literally was like if you ever talk to my friend like that again we're gonna have some problems and i was yeah. like what I, <laughs> well you know it was it was when you were you and taylor the scene of you being like making fun of reagan I was oh like, yeah it's my time to shine not, yes we don't talk <laughs> about my friend like that when i was a bitch about reagan in that scene because right. she pissed me off okay well, well i mean it's, we'll do a recap yes, yes. <laughs> but, but i was just funny. like hey real quick I'll tell you, she sliced and diced my ass. So I, I was, there is something I feel I'm very good at. If you ever put me in a physical altercation, yeah. there's no fucking way I could ever hold my own, oh, right? Yeah. But I really mm-hmm. am so, I could make you fucking cry with, with my words. Right here. right here, this tongue, sharp this right as fuck. Yeah. And man, you really got one over on me. I was like, my God, my God. <laughs> so that just really tickles me to my core because I think I can like, cut people when I want to cut yeah. them but I had no words I don't know what my well, response was but I think I was just like I will I you just laughed. we were kidding <laughs> we were kidding um I was like fuck no and I think that a lot of times people think because of my accent well and, and you said it just smile, like that too you were like and my big old smile that I am I'm a very kind person you are but I'm also not super nice listen I'm kind you are kind. I'll tell you what you do. You just, I think with everything you've gone yeah. through in your life, you just, just see don't have fucking, the- you see through it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, you yeah. really, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. there have been people, kind of brought yeah. it up in the last episode, there have been people in my life that you said, mm-mm. mm-mm. And I said, no, I swear she go, you go, mm-mm. mm-mm. And, and that's all you have to do too. You you don't give me explanations. And I said, she gonna figure it out on you, something. You say, it's like the co-parenting. <laughs> you say, mm-mm. mm-mm. And I go, well, okay, because, and you're really good at two. I'll go, because, and I'll, I'll um, I was trying to yeah. emulate how I probably try to convince <laughs> you of someone. And you, you're like, Shannon, and you'll give me like a sentence and mm-hmm. I'll be like, fuck, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. So anyways, she's our, our uh, just wonderful mom. A lot yes. of the times you I'm are everyone's mom. a mom to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, a time where you couldn't keep up. Someone wanted to know about your birthday. Someone said your birthday because we did. We you have said since I've known you, even when we weren't friends, oh, and yeah. I probably wasn't since even I was included, eighteen when I wasn't included on the guest list. <laughs> um, you have said I will be going to Cabo for my thirtieth birthday. Period. I've always Period. known <laughs> that, like, and I think that once you turn thirty, you realize this too that like twenties aren't it. I've always known like I'm gonna be raising a baby, but like I'm gonna be raising a child in my twenties. Yeah, I'm gonna be thirty-two when she turns eighteen. So my mission is to get hot by the time I'm thirty-two <laughs> and just have like you know, eight more years left in me Living to just life. live. Li- <laughs> Did it <laughs> almost stick to my lip? Um, and so this I was, Nat sh- is out of control. <laughs> he is relentless. He literally came and was like, should I land? Yeah. He knows he'll get stuck. Bitch. It's only the one, two sick as fuck. These are new thingies. Don't fuck it up. <gasps> Nat. Look how gorgeous. I know. Isn't it pretty? It's gorgeous. <laughs> she's a real, she's a real she podcaster. Is. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So, uh, we go to Cabo. We had a fabulous time. It was an iconic trip, by the way. It was like, Wonderful. Talk about a time I shook my ass on a yacht. Jenica's birthday. It combo. was like, come on. It was like bachelorette vibes with no bride. With you know? no bride and like no dumb outfits. And everyone was, it was just like just great. so happy. Yeah. And your friends are so fun. Like every single person on that trip was so, so different. fun. And, but just yeah. like, I love, it was, you great. know, sometimes you get a gang of people from all your life. Yeah. Your, your lots of your life together. And you're like, oh, that was interesting. Putting us all together in one room. I loved every, every single human thing. there brought something different to the table. And I loved mm-hmm. every single one of them. 
So anyways, uh, yeah, someone said, how could you not keep up with her and tequila? I'm like, you guys, she has like colon issues. Uh, yeah, no. I don't keep up with the tequila. No. I do love tequila. I drink less tequila. You are always my girlfriend that will, my girly pop that will do a shot with me yeah. when, when you can. I do like shots because that's like, there's nothing else in it. It's not going to, a very good tequila with like soda. I can do yeah, yeah. But other than that, I'm just like, mm, I feel you. Yeah. Well, cheers, water and wine, baby. Cheers. I love you. You guys, please go check her out. You can find Jenica on. You can find me on YouTube, Jenica and Annika, uh, TikTok, Jenica Tomp, and Instagram. You better tag me. <laughs> I'll tag you. I'll tag <laughs> no, you. Just kidding. At uh, Jenica Tomp. Yep. It's great. I love you. Thank you so You're much. You're so for special me to me, on. and yes. I hope everyone else gets to yes. see how special you are to the world as well. I love you. And you guys, it is just as iconic being Frances Shannon as you think it would be. Oh. She's the best. <laughs> and as much as she sat here and talked so wonderful about me, she has changed my life truly truly so much and she's the best i love you you that got a good really one sweet. you're watching a good influencer here i love you love you Mwah.